podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a Wednesday in the middle of the week as we await the start of this Premier League season, which begins obviously at Craven Cottage. Fulham will be the, I was going to say opponents, but I think victims is more fitting for what Liverpool should do this weekend. Uh, there isn't a whole lot to really talk about. Yesterday we did talk about the Diogo Jada contract. Obviously that's confirmed, so we are very, very pleased that that deal has been done. Seems to have been very quick and easy negotiation to get Diogo to commit his future. Uh, on this is Anfield. We've got some interesting pieces. Uh, six things learned from Liverpool's preseason. No four-two-three-one after all. Well, if you're actually watching the game and not just going off the TV graphic, you can see that it is a four-two-three-one. It's lopsided because Henderson plays more to the right. But he's not playing in a double pivot with Fabinho and Thiago when he plays there. Naby, when he played it, did play it largely as a 10. So just because your TV graphic doesn't show it and just because Fabio Carvalho wasn't playing as the 10 behind Darwin doesn't mean it wasn't there. Uh, bad timing for injuries. Calvin Ramsey and Cade Gordon missed the entirety, as did Quivin Kelleher. Allison missed a chunk of time. Ox has a serious hamstring injury. Jota, Simicus, Curtis Jones and Ibu all have knocks, whereas Naby has some sort of illness. Uh, like they say, bad timing for those injuries. Klopp is banking on youth. Is he, is he really banking on youth? Like, people are talking up Basetic and Mabea. We're not going to see them this season. We might see them in the League Cup. In the early rounds, that'll be about it. Bobby Clark and Luke Chambers, I wouldn't imagine we see again till next preseason. Harvey Elliott and Fabio Carvalho did play more minutes than any other outfielder during the preseason. But we've seen what Klopp does. The younger players might play in the early part of the season. And when push comes to shove, he'll play James Milner over both of them. Same thing's happened to Curtis Jones the last couple of seasons. Uh, the results really don't matter. That is true. They're all pre-season friendlies and none of them matter. Don't worry about Darwin. Anyone who did was, frankly, just being silly. And the hunger is still there. It would be a surprise if it wasn't. Don't think we actually learned anything among those things there. Uh, the Liverpool players who clocked the most minutes in pre-season... Um, Adrian, 
Adrian clocked the most minutes with 330 across five games, uh, 58 minutes more than Harvey Elliott. Last season, inclusive of preseason, Adrian played 255 minutes. So hopefully that's the last we will see of him uh, this season. Out of the 37 players used by Klopp, only Elliot, Carvalho and Milner featured in all six games. Overall, Allison, sorry, Adrian, 330, Harvey, 272, Carvalho, 260, Milner, 257, Salah and Diaz, 255, Virgil and Robbo, and Fab, 243, Matip, 240, Thiago, 238, Kanate, 237, Trent, 226, Bobby, 224, Brian, 223, impressive to be that bad in so few minutes, Joe Gomez, 210, and then Darwin, 184, Naby, 158, uh, Costas 120, Ali only 45, Musilowski 14, Mrozik got 12, as did James Norris. Um, yeah, so that's that. Pepin Linders makes bold Joel Matip free transfer claim. He said he was the best free transfer. I don't know if he said the best ever or the best the club has ever made. If it's the best the club has ever made, that's I. Probably correct. Marcus Babel uh, would be the other one, but um, he's certainly the best of this last ten years. Anyway, uh, Mikel Arteta made Arsenal train to "You'll Never Walk Alone" before they got stuffed four 0 at Anfield. If you've seen the clips from All or Nothing Arsenal, it looks like it could be a belter. It begins tomorrow. Three episodes. I can't wait. I genuinely can't wait. Um, fans law, Diogo Jota contracts. Premier League clubs will no longer take the knee before every game. Liverpool manager, Liverpool, sorry, ex-Liverpool midfielder admits he got a little bit more of a life back after leaving. Not really sure. But some nonsense about Adam Lalana. He was on with that fella from Geordie Shore, where Lalana really would have found his true calling. He says he got more of his life back. You should be thankful you were allowed to stay at the club because you were garbage. You had three, three and a half good months in six years. And you continue to collect significant wages and you have a Premier League medal and a Champions League winner's medal that you didn't contribute to. So uh, hold your hush and just carry on playing out the remainder of your disappointing career. Um, twat. Absolute twat. 
Jurgen Klopp, Liverpool's strength proven again as Manchester United star fumes at broken promises. Why we need to talk about Manchester United, I have no idea. Uh, Liverpool transfer for Jude Bellingham near as Jurgen Klopp wants 54 million next Erling Haaland. God, this is going to be some nonsense. Liverpool could come to an agreement to sign Jude Bellingham within weeks, according to Football Insider. Now, Football Insider tends to be a massive spoofer, but maybe, maybe he's talking about a deal that will be done in advance. So we wouldn't, we wouldn't get him this summer. We get him January or or next summer. Uh, but Kyle Saka. Arsenal are trying to tie him down to a new contract. Liverpool are known admirers, as are Manchester City. Uh, if, he has, if he has sense, he'll hold off on signing a contract until the end of this season. And then with 12 months left, he'll hold all the power. Next, Erling Haaland, Benjamin Sesco. I mean, let's, let's load on the pressure for the young fella by uh, comparing him to Erling Haaland. How Liverpool could line up in 2026 if Pep and Linders implemented new, risky new formation oh this is the three diamond three that is the staple of Dutch football so I mean, I don't know why you'd do this because it, it one of the names mentioned here is Andy Robertson. Andy Robertson will be 32 years of age and unlikely to be a starter at that point. Trent will likely play right side of the midfield. Diamond. Um, Virgil would play in the middle of the defensive trio. No, this is just silliness, to be honest. In midfield, players like Fabinho, Thiago Alcantara and Jordan Henderson could technically perform. They would be 33, 35 and 36, respectively. So they won't be performing anything. Um, Fabio Carvalho, perhaps best suited to the tip of the diamond. Salah on the right, Diaz on the left, and Nunes to the middle. Uh, yeah, that does make sense. But the rest of what you've written here is nonsense. So we'll just close that and move on. Liverpool set for major Jurgen Klopp successor hint as 44 million double transfer. Oh, this is nonsense about Gerrard. Liverpool and FSG plan set for next 60 million vindication. James Madison. This is a, most of this is tripe, to be honest. Liverpool.com is having itself a bad day. On Anfieldindex.com is a really good piece from Stephen Smith previewing the Fulham game, so do check that out. Podcast-wise, there's a rival recon. Harry had a chat with Farrell Monk from the Fulhamish podcast. Myself and Carl also previewed the game. There is the latest Desi podcast. There is a scouted coming tomorrow, which is the 
last part of myself, Carl and Guy predicting the league table for the season ahead. Now this subject change obviously because the season well hasn't really started yet and the transfer window is still open. So we'll revisit that uh, and see if there's any small changes we want to make once the transfer window is closed. And that's it. That's me for today. I can't be arsed. People, write better stuff on your websites. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.